Okay. Hi, this is Wendy Steinberg with the Coffee Celebration. This is our third try. <laughs> Tamara Pastor and I are um, old friends from high school, and she is going to get me hooked on this new coffee maker. And it's a big story because she's recently engaged and everything flows into each other. Oh, wait, what was that? I didn't see it. Let me see. Ah! Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a story too that must be included in the discussion. <laughs> um, so she is a very successful trademark and business attorney. She created a game called Passover Bingo. And now she's gonna, you know, continue my addiction to coffee with a little story about her coffee maker and where I can get it. So I'm going to turn it over to you and I can't wait to hear the story. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you got the part, I know this is our third try. You got the part about how um, I was depressed because there was no coffee places open during right. COVID. Absolutely. Right. Same. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and meanwhile, I was single, which was even more depressing during quarantine because like, who are you going to meet sitting in your condo, you know? Right. Um, so I was on Bumble. I made myself get online. I was on Bumble, um, met five people on Bumble. So the first guy I met introduced me to the Terra Cafe. I mentioned to him that, uh, you know, I was thinking about getting my own coffee maker and um, he had done extensive research. I'm not really, like really a big researcher, like legal stuff I can research, no problem. But for everyday stuff, I have one neighbor, Matt, who has like consumer reports and he'll, anything I say, if I'm like, Matt, you know about mattress cooling pads? He'll be like, oh yeah, let me pull up some reports on that. So I kind of rely on other people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lazy. Um, so this guy, um, Kevin had extensively researched various coffee makers and he told me about the Terra Cafe. Um, the Terra Cafe is an automatic espresso maker. Um, it has a lot of the features as the very high-end Jura, which, um, so both of the machines um, basically have a panel where you can press buttons for whatever drink you want, like latte, cappuccino, espresso, Americano. Um, you can also steam milk. It has a a frother that's built in. Um, you can also make hot water if you just want to make a tea. Um, it's pretty awesome. So he told me about it. I, you know, I did do a little bit of research on my own. I looked at the reviews. It got good reviews, although there weren't a lot of them because this was back in um, fall of 2020 and it had just launched. But anyway, I took a risk and um, I didn't want to get like a Keurig or something else that uses pods. I think I looked into the Nespresso. Um, but, you know, I feel like the pods are so wasteful because even yeah. though it's just that tiny little piece of metal and I think the espresso does recycle them. Um, but I still felt like I just want something where I can grind my own beans, not actually grind them myself. Oh, and that's the other thing. I looked into like a manual coffee maker. There's a ton of stuff involved, you know, when you're like grinding your own beans, then you need to tamper them and you need to make sure you're pushing it down the right. That, that was like too complicated. So um, the Jura is about $3,000. Terra Cafe was at the time about a quarter of the cost. They have since increased the cost a little bit, although they're having a sale right now. Um, so it was, I think it was around $700, maybe a little bit less. Um, oh, and Kevin had a discount code. So when you buy one, you get a discount code that you can give to your friends. They get $50 off and you get a $50 credit in the store. Um, yeah, great deal. So I got Kevin's code. It might even be $75 off, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, Kevin gave me his code. I ordered one. I loved it. So now we're into, I did have to wait a while for it. So now we're into like 
October, September, October of 2020. Um, Brad and I met in the middle of October 2020, a couple weeks after I have, had gotten the Terra Cafe. And um, I started telling you, um, we realized very quickly that we know like a ton of people in common. So I felt very comfortable with him. Um, I knew, and he was the number five for a while. He just called himself number five. It was the fifth guy I met on Bumble. Um, he's really funny. Um, obviously anyone who refers to themselves as number five, you know, got a sense of humor, self-deprecating. He's really funny, really smart, etc. Um, and I thought like, yeah, this guy's got potential. And then after we were dating for about six weeks, um, a mutual friend who was at the time living in New York, but had a place in the Colorado mountains. Um, he's a better friend of Brett's than mine. He goes, he's one of Brett's, Brett's um, cycling buddies. So they do like ride the Rockies together and all these like wow. hundred mile bike ride, multiple hundred mile bike rides. Um, for me, I just kind of know him professionally. He and his wife are actually clients of mine. Um, I'm helping them with some copyright stuff. So he contacted Brett, asking Brett to check in on his house in the mountains. Um, supposedly there was some pipe that needed to be like turned on or off before the winter really set in. Yeah, yeah. Not really sure. I'm still not really sure if it was legit or not. But anyway, supposedly he asked Brett to go up to the mountains to check on it. Brett asked me if I'd like to go for the weekend. And of course, I'm like, I'm always up to go to the mountains. Although I, I did have some hesitation about going on a weekend trip with someone that I'd only been dating for a little more than a month. But, you know, the, the, the factors in his favor were, okay, we've got this guy we both know really well. Mm -hmm. Like I did, by the way, I did like kind of check his references. A couple of the mutual friends that we had in common, I called him up and I was like, hey, what do you know about this guy? He's not a psycho killer, right? Because I met him online and online, you never know. And they're like, no, 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 he's nice. So a um, couple things in his favor. Number one, our mutual friend. Number two, I'd been to this friend's house uh, myself in Frisco. And um, number three, like I was like getting quarantine crazy. I wanted to get out and get some fresh air. So I said, okay. Um, oh, and, and now, so we have the Terra Cafe already installed in my kitchen. I'm making lattes every day. And I made some offhand comment to Brett, like, yeah, I'll go with you, but I am really gonna miss my Terra Cafe. And he was like, don't worry, we'll get some coffee in the mountains. And I was like, okay, but you know, I really love this thing. And he's like, I know, I know. So we drive up there and we're unpacking the car and um, we start like carrying in some groceries and then I'm getting, you know, some stuff in the fridge and he brings in like a little mini, a portable mini latte maker. <gasps> Wendy, he brought a little coffee maker up because he didn't want me to miss my morning lattes. Oh, he's a keeper. Oh my gosh. I know, I was like, oh my gosh, no one has ever been this thoughtful before. Oh, wow. Is, uh, that is one of the early on signs, like this guy is a keeper. I think I'd like to have him stick around. Wow. Oh that's my, my coffee love story. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So you've been dating. Now I know this is about coffee and celebrating how amazing you are. Yeah. But this is a big part of your story. So you've been mm -hmm. dating. When did you get engaged then? Just um, so we were dating for 10 months before we got engaged and okay. then we're getting married, I think six months. So we're getting married in February. Yeah. Six months after, um, the engagement, All mostly right. because I, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't mind waiting a while, but, um, you know, my mom is elderly and she's got some health issues and 
I've, as you know, I've never been married before. Um, unlike a lot of my friends who did it early on uh, in their 20s or 30s, um, I'm the old maid. So I kind of- You are not the old maid. No. <laughs> my mom to see me get married before, um, you know, while she's still healthy. Right, right. So this is a funny story. Um, I got married at 29, okay? Mm -hmm. And we were invited to someone's house for Shabbos lunch. Mm -hmm. And we weren't observant at that point, whatever. And we're talking about like how we met our spouses. Mm -hmm. And this woman, so beautiful, um, said she was 23 when she got engaged and quickly put, and I was no spring chicken. And then she directly. It's all relative, right? Right. And then she looked at me and she goes, so how old were you when you got married? And I didn't want to say because I was going to embarrass her, yeah. you know, and I said, no, I was a little older. And she's like, no, tell me. It's like 29. Uh -huh. And so, yeah, but you know what? You didn't settle. And here you have this great, amazing man who brought yeah a portable cappuccino maker or machine, like yeah. right there. I mean, that's everything. Yeah. Um, so, but that's good. Absolutely. So where do you get this machine? Is it still only available oh, online? Uh, you, I think they did start selling at some other places. Um, hang on a second. Let me see. And I also wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned that high end one. Like, oh yeah, the is, Jura. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the, what is what does it do for three thousand uh, dollars? Basically, the same stuff as the Terra Cafe. Um, so, I'm like on the just, Cafe website, um, it looks like it's now. Uh, no, I thought I saw something on their social media that some other store was um, selling it. But hold on a second, let me look on their Instagram. Um, yeah, so the Jura basically is like a Terra Cafe that's five times more expensive, and it comes in different. It comes in a couple of different colors. I think it might also come in silver, whereas the Terra Cafe is only black or white. Oh my gosh! Because you never heard of it. You know what? Um, it's a little that the three thousand dollar one um, probably wouldn't be in my like advertising feed on social yeah. media because yeah. I have three boys. And it's, if it's not Roblox or Minecraft or something like that, yeah, I don't really, you know, get that sort of um, feedback, but I'm going to look it up and then my whole advertising will be completely inundated and I'm looking forward because, mm -hmm. you know, I think I get to a point where I, and this sounds terrible because I'm really not this snobby of a person, but I, I can't drink like bean water, you know, and some coffees taste like just beany water. Yeah. And I, I mean, that sounds so terrible. No, um, I mean, you have to have a drink that you enjoy. Do you ever use syrups or cinnamon? Anything? Yes. I look sh sugar-free because I have uh -huh. issues with my body. Um, I've always been the chunkier one. Um, but oh, don't say that about yourself. You're beautiful. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, you know, it's hard. I mean, as I got older, I mean, I recently turned 50. Um, oh, and... happy birthday. Thanks. What? what is, do you do like Botox or your skin is like perfect? No. Oh my gosh. Oh my That's gosh. just, no, no. Got like a little baby face. 
oh my god there's wrinkles there's what? discoloration are you serious i think yeah. it's just the lighting it's the oh, lighting it's that like, great lighting don't ever right it. nothing's bright <laughs> nothing's bright um but yeah so thank you but going back to the coffee machine yeah so we've got so much to talk about but yeah let's talk about i know coffee. i know we're going to be all over everybody so i haven't seen or um spoken to you since really we graduated high school and oh. didn't you went to creek right yeah, yeah yeah you went to did you go to tj i went to smoky hill so we oh, were still in the hill. same school district but then where did you go to college i went to washington university in st louis oh my god i, I hear that is amazing history and then i took a year in between college and law school i worked for um i thought i wanted to do public interest law so I deferred my law school admission. I worked for something called the National Housing Law Project in Washington, D.C. Um, decided I really didn't want to do public interest law after a couple of months there. And then I worked at a law firm. I basically was a law clerk. I felt like I was doing the same things the lawyers were doing, but I was getting like, I think like $12 an hour and they're making 10 times that much. Yeah. Well, this is back in the 90s, you know, $12 an hour. I mean, it was slightly right. more than minimum wage but not much right right and, you know it's hard to get a job after college I mean at least it was for me well and my whole thing was like okay I'm gonna do this paid internship I'm gonna learn so much about public interest law but I got so um jaded very quickly with that organization um so yeah so I was working at the law firm um oh and then also actually I had a second job I also was a personal assistant like it was like 20 hours a week, maybe. I was a personal assistant to this investment banker who opened the Washington, D.C. branch of Warburg Pincus. Um, so I would go into his office and just help with correspondence and stuff. So, yeah, I was busy. Um, and I realized, really, since I was essentially doing the same thing as the lawyers, like, I might as well just go to law school. Right. Where did you go to law school? I came back to Denver for law school, so I went to DU. Oh, it's such a good law school. Yeah, it was really, nice. really good. At home. I, I actually lived with my parents during law school. Um, and then I thought I wanted to do environmental law. And kind of same thing happened where I think first year I took the environmental law elective and I really didn't like the professor. Um, and then finally in my third year, I think I discovered intellectual property and it just clicked because you know, I used to be, I still am, like pretty geeky. I used to do like computer programs in my basement. Um, like I wrote my own programs. Um, so intellectual property really clicked with me because, you know, if you have some technical knowledge, it helps because um, it's an intangible thing. And anyway, I got the highest grade in my class. And um, I had worked for a firm. So normally in between your second and third year, you do like a clerkship for a law firm right. and then offer you a position after graduation. The firm that I worked for unfortunately imploded at the end of the summer. So I went into third year with no job, but um, career services um, had some postings and there was this one in Atlanta and I've got cousins in Atlanta who are observant actually. Um, and I figured out oh, I might as well send my resume in. And um, it turned out it was like the biggest law firm in Atlanta. It's this firm called Alston and Bird. And they flew me out, they put me up at the Four Seasons, I met everyone, you know, I really liked them. I thought it'd be a great opportunity and it was. I worked there for a couple of years. Um, I learned all the ins and outs of trademark law. 
Um, and it was a big firm, so it was pretty grueling. You know, you've got your billable hours requirements and a lot of pressure. Um, so basically the first opportunity to go in-house I took, I became in-house counsel for a software company, I think in um, like 2000 or 2001. And then that company got acquired by larger and larger companies and I um, still you know, stuck with the company. And then eventually they sold my division. They wanted me to transfer me to headquarters in Texas. And I really didn't want to go to Texas. I mean, Atlanta already is like super humid. I didn't really want to go to Houston. And um, your hair. First of all, your exactly. hair is because yes. yeah. curly hair. I mean, I didn't oh my gosh. have products to use in Atlanta, but I just, you know, my hair looks so much better in Denver. Um, well, that's a little superficial reason, but really I just kind of wanted to be back in Colorado. So yeah. I, um, I, I transferred out here. They had a small office out here at the time. And then they also closed that office down. And then I uh, got another job. I worked for First Data Corporation for a couple of years. And then I started my own practice um, like nine years ago. Nice. So Maybe then did you have to- Years at this point. Did you have to take the uh, Georgia bar then? I did, yeah. You can wave into Georgia if you've been practicing, I think for five years, but I yeah. had just gotten admitted to Colorado in 98. So I had to take Georgia in 99. Yeah. Uh, like but, you know, the second bar is not as bad, especially if you take it right after the first one. So I had right. everything pretty fresh in my mind from Colorado, and I just did some, like, skim reviewing for Georgia. It really wasn't so bad. Plus, they gave me some billable hours credit for it. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you licensed still in Georgia or any other state? I am inactive in Georgia. I was, or I might have you know, I was active for a really long time and then I became inactive. And at this point, I don't remember if like, there's like some other thing. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, I got a letter from them that I was delinquent on my dues. And I was like, I'm never moving back to Georgia. I, I should just let this go. So yeah, I'm inactive or like retired or whatever in Georgia. So I have Colorado, I have New York. Um, I did at one time try to take the California bar I did not pass. I, I tried to get them to re-examine my test because yeah. um, you need like a certain minimum passing score and I was like 10 points away. So I wrote this really heartfelt letter about how the noise in the exam room bothered me because there were people typing and I was writing it by hand and I was emotionally distraught and you know pretty much anything I threw in the kitchen sink. Um, but they were like, nope, you are below our threshold for re-examination. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah well, well that's I, okay anyway I love Colorado and advice is here and you know thank god everything's going pretty well that's good it's funny you mention that because my ex-husband is an attorney and he's licensed he was licensed in Kentucky but he mm -hmm. didn't practice for five years mm -hmm. so he moved out to Colorado and he took the bar and he missed it by three points three so oh he my yeah, he appealed it. Uh huh. They said no. Uh, so he took it again in February. Yeah. And he passed it. Oh, good. So he, and then he took it in Ohio. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he has those. He's not practicing now. Um, mm -hmm. But it's interesting that, you know, you said that because Andrew also tried to appeal it and mm -hmm. 
it was just oh yeah I guess they just have a minimum score and they're like if you don't at least know enough to get the minimum then right we don't want what, to. Were, what were your plans to do in California then you know I've always loved San Diego I thought that I might want to live in San Diego like La Jolla or something if I didn't live in Colorado so yeah. I just kind of wanted to see but I guess it wasn't meant to be yeah yeah but now I mean you've met your fiance I mean yeah. your paths wouldn't have crossed right? true. yeah I, I feel like everything is meant to be absolutely yeah. you were There's saying so interesting things with us you know board you know my dad passed away a couple of years ago my dad was named Norman his father is named Norman my dad's office was at 6895 East Hampton his old house was 6895 some other street in Lowry yeah his mom passed away around the same time that my dad did my mom shares a birthday with his sister. Okay, that is freaky. That is, I mean, talk about meant to be. Yeah. That is, oh my goodness. So wait, he was your fifth guy on Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what so did you do? What did you do on your date? Um, on our first date, we went for a walk around Wash Park and yeah. just talked. And then um, I was having a really good time. I remember I was wearing some new sneakers with no socks. Don't ever do that. And we walked all the way around. It's three miles, I think, around the park. Slightly less than three. And by the end, like, my ankles were bleeding. And he was like, this is so fun. You want to walk some more? And I was like, actually, um, I made the mistake and wore these new shoes with no socks. Oh, and I had my dog. Actually, come here. Say hi to Wendy. Come here, buddy. Oh yeah. I, I was walking my little dog. He's gonna come say hi in a second. Um, he's about ten pounds, and you know he's kind of old. This is Mr. <gasps> Chill. Oh, he's perfect. So, um, by the one, by the time we were done with one loop, Chili was dragging. My ankles were bleeding. Um, Brett actually was carrying Chili at that point. Chili, about halfway through, was just like, "I'm not going any further." So Brett carried him the rest of the way, which also was like a sign, like he's a keeper who picked up my dog and carried him. Right. Um, so we um, told him about my ankles and he was like, oh my God, do you want any band-aids? I don't live too far from here. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Um, we walked a couple blocks to my car and then I drove us to a restaurant that was nearby and we sat outside and just had like some uh, water and I think some there were you know there's not too many restaurants that are right near there on the west side of wash park so we went to this place and had like cheese sticks and soda which isn't something i would normally eat but it was it was fun it was more about just talking and getting to know each other so that was our first and you said not only with the whole family coincidences but you knew a lot of people in the jewish community you were saying yes yes oh my but uh, at least half a dozen, I would say maybe eight or nine people we knew in common. So then how have your paths not crossed before? Well, because he was married. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. I mean, he's been divorced for like six years, but I don't know. We just, uh, yeah, it's weird. Well, also, he has a son. Um, so Ari's 16. And I don't have any kids. I just got this little fuzzy guy. So I think maybe like if I had a kid, maybe we would have like sure. seen each other at school or something. I mean, I don't know. Do you meet other single parents? Um, you know what? I I do meet single uh, moms mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really right now ready to put myself out there. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I've been introduced to a few men, but there's a reason why they're single. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, one man was, was still living with his parents at 51 Whoa. and didn't have a job. And I'm like, you know what? I've already been married. I already know what I want. And yeah. if it's not attainable, then I'm happy, you know? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt before I met uh, Brett, actually. I mean, not that I've been married before, but I'm like, well, you didn't even, oh my God. during COVID, I, I was like kind of depressed, like, oh, this sucks. I don't have anyone to talk to. I can't see my friends at Starbucks. But then a couple months in, I was in my groove. I had the yeah. most productive year ever in 2020. Like my clients, like my phone was ringing off the hook. Everyone's wanting to act on these new business ideas that they never acted on. And now they finally had time to breathe and think about things. I mean, I was busy. I was relatively happy, I guess, just like going, you know, go for hikes with my dog. I had a couple of girlfriends I would hang out with. Um, I was fine, but I'm also really glad I met him because it is, it was nice to have someone. I mean, is it was especially during when COVID was bad, and it still is post COVID or now that we're kind of, I guess, coming out of COVID. It's just nice to have companionship. You know? Yeah, I agree. But when you know, I'm thinking back to how you explain. Um, your college years, your law school, you didn't have time to date. Like I'm thinking. Oh, no, like, I did. I always wanted to date and get married. It just never happened. Okay. Because. I was busy, but I wasn't like some like ultra uber focused career woman, you know? Okay. Cause like you're saying I had a second job and. and I'm <laughs> well, just, yeah, that year in Washington, DC, probably I wouldn't have had time to, I was really busy. I'm yeah. thinking, oh yeah. Um, Wow. So what made you decide to um, create a board game? Oh, Passover Bingo. Um, Yeah, you know, there's still a couple. I should send you one. There's like three left and I'm moving in a couple months. So send them somewhere. Um, I, you know, my sister has two kids. They're now, uh, I want to say like, well, I know my nephew is 21 because he was born in the year 2000. So he's always easy to remember. I think my niece is 19, but she might be 18. Anyway, they're pretty much grown now. But when they were younger, I used to always go to St. Louis for Passover. And I would see that they would get so bored and restless at the Seder, you know, reading that long story about yeah. how we uh, were slaves in Egypt and now we're free. Uh, so I wanted to do something to engage them. So when they were pretty young, I think my niece was maybe four or five my nephew was you know seven ish um I just made a little thing out of construction paper with um, a bingo card with you know words from uh the Haggadah that we read um like Exodus or like pyramid not pyramids but Egypt or Pharaoh or Moses or you know words that come up and I was like okay now pay attention and when you hear this word put a little marker on the square and then you'll get a prize if you uh, fill the board and it worked. I mean, I guess it worked for your kids too, right? It totally. Like I had to yeah. buy two because mm-hmm. they played with it all year round. Oh, so and funny. when it came time for Passover, I couldn't find it. And so, <laughs> so then I had to order another one because yeah. I was like, you guys don't yeah. take care of anything. So yeah. yeah. So it was a hit at the Seder, that little construction uh, paper version. And she had some uh, friends that had kids over too and they were like this is the best thing ever look our kids are paying attention and then I and and then my mom my parents were there also and I think they told some of their friends and they were like yeah our grandkids could really use something like that and someone was like why don't you like 
commercialize this Tamara. So I did, I um, hired a graphic designer and um, I researched um, like the like the game makers basically. I found some online forum for board games and they had a list of potential manufacturers. I called them all up, explained what I wanted. Wow. Um, you know, I wanted to do it in the US ideally, but it was like really expensive to do it in the United States. So I found this guy in China, um, Harry, I think he went by. Um, you know, they have like actual Chinese names. Yeah. And they Americanized them for us, so that's easy for us. So um, he was the best. He was responsive, and he sent me a sample, and I felt comfortable enough to send him some money and have them get started on it. Amazing. I always wondered how you did that because, yeah. you know, it, side thing. <laughs> how did you decide how many you would order, or was there a minimum, uh, a minimum quantity? Yeah. So the minimum. I don't remember whether it was a thousand or five thousand, whatever the minimum was. That's what I did. I think it was a thousand. Yeah. So you had to pay for that ahead of time. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a, a little bit of a risk. Yeah, because I remember this picture you posted of a big box on a crate, and you were like in some warehouse. Do you yeah, remember the that? whole pallet came. Yep. Yeah. So before I got them on Amazon, I was using a logistics center in Denver um, to store them. And then every time an order came in, they would ship them out for me. Um, Cause that was the one thing. Um, uh, Ricky Moore, who makes these, um, do you know Ricky? She makes this hair comb for curly haired people. Her husband has uh, started Garbanzo Mediterranean grill and they were involved well, with Canary. Anyway. I need, um, I need this comb. I need oh, this yeah. comb. I don't remember what it's called. I'll have to ask her. Anyway, Please. I met with Ricky, like, to see if she had any tips about e-commerce. And she was like, yeah, don't do it yourself. Get a logistics center. That was her number one tip. So that was something that I had in place before the pallet came in. And I'm really glad I did because, you know, it's a lot to, like, yeah, send it out, weigh it, send it out, but then the sticker, market sold. And anyway. And then, of course, a couple of years into it, well, I only had it for, like, three or four years, I think, and it sold out and I didn't order another batch. But I think in the third year, I just had Amazon do all the logistics. So we just sent the remainder to Amazon. I also made a big donation to the Jewish Women's Renaissance Project, JWRP, Lori Palotnik. Uh, has yes. Um, and she touted it on her uh, YouTube channel and sales shot up that day. So that was really nice. Um, so Did yeah, they're all, pretty much all gone. Did you go on the trip? No, I didn't. Did you? No, no, I, I didn't qualify. No, Laura used to teach in Denver before she's now in um, Israel, actually, but she was in Denver for a couple of years and I used to go to her classes. She was teaching at H every Saturday morning. That's amazing. I missed her. They left in 06 and that's when we moved to take care uh -huh. of my parents for a couple of years. Uh -huh. And that's when they moved to Israel. Wow. Uh -huh. So you knew her. Yeah. And Oh, okay. I'm just great. a little jealous. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. So your business is thriving, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're getting married, which is yeah. so fun. That's going to be great. I can't wait for you to post a ton of pictures. Okay. And now you're going to get well, me. You know, Wendy, I don't know though, because there's a couple of people that aren't invited that have been 
pretty nasty about it. So I'll send you a link, but I don't know that I'm going to do like a ton of pictures. Oh, you know what people, people just need well, to get over crazy. themselves. Okay. Yeah. First of all, oh my God. First of all, it's still a pandemic. Okay. So yeah. I, I just, it makes my heart hurt when people just get caught up in themselves yeah. and not celebrating the, the fact that you have found your person yeah. and we all just need to be so happy and get with your, um, wherever you register. And that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why people can't yeah. just be happy for everybody. Yeah. No, it's not about us. Anger. It's about you. And yeah, is it Brett? it's here. Brett, right. Yeah, so like, Brett. why aren't we just celebrating you guys? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cause that's my jam. You know, people just are, their journeys are inspiring who they are as people just, you know, gives me hope and, you know, um, buoys me up and I love it. And that makes me sad that people would be grumpy to you because they might yeah. not get an invitation. Grumpy is <laughs> my own way to put it, but let's talk about happy things. I'm excited that I introduced you to the Terra Cafe. Um, I'm excited I get to tell you my story about Yay! Brett and how sweet he is bringing the um, the portable uh, latte maker. Oh to my gosh! Mountains. And that yes. was really pivotal in our relationship. <laughs> oh my goodness! I I am sold. Oh my gosh! Your ketuba is going to be amazing. There's going to be a coffee clause. I there should it. be actually. <laughs> We just ordered it this morning. There's unfortunately no coffee cup, but it's a beautiful scene of um, like the woods and some deer and um, it's like dark with little light um, oh. tree stuff. It's really cool. I am so glad. I am yeah. just so happy for you. You deserve everything good. Oh, thank you, Wendy. You really, really oh. do. It's true. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for spending some time with me this morning. Yeah, um, this is so much fun. I'm I know it took a difficulties we had <laughs> it's all good it is all good and will you please send me the link to the coffee yeah, because well, yes. yeah because at this age I don't wait for gifts I just get them myself oh you because... don't have to send anything don't be silly I'll send you the pictures I'll send you a link to the pictures but no please don't feel like you need to send a gift no 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 but like if um because here's another question before we get off though this is yes. what I did want to ask I mean, I'm a devout Starbucks girl, mm -hmm. but if I were to have a machine, has mm -hmm. it saved you money or, um, so it's a, it's a big upfront expenditure. Like I said, they're, I think they're on sale right now for $749. It was okay. around 700 when I got it, but they've been slowly creeping up the price. Um, but I used to go to Starbucks a lot and, you know, that was actually one reason that I got this because, um, Look at the lattes now. They're like $6. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. Oh my gosh. So, it, hmm. so that's like 110, 120 something, 115 lattes. Um, if I was going every day, I wasn't going every day, but I was going a couple times a week. So the first year it probably evens out, but then yeah. in subsequent years, you're definitely saving money. Yeah. See, yeah. so for everybody looking for a holiday gift, this is a great investment. Because as really you were talking about it, I'm thinking, well, you're saving money, right? At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, oh. let me drop a link for you. Hang on. Let me see. Please, please. I'm all about learning about what, what um, people enjoy coffee-wise. 
Mm -hmm. um, we don't have some of the really nice cafes that you had mentioned, you know, in mm -hmm. Denver, which I miss desperately, the mountain air. Oh, oh. oh you know what? It's like, are you ever coming uh, back? Um, Can you we come back here? How old are your kids? I have, I have an 18 year old who has special needs. So I became his guardian this past year. Okay. And um, because he's just not able to make decisions for himself. Aww. Yeah. He's kind of a peanut. Is he living with you? Yeah. He'll always live with me. Okay. Yep. So I'm his person. And um, then I have a 15 year old who's actually in St. Louis. Oh, he, yeah. He goes to the Missouri Torah Institute which is oh, a, wow. yeah, it's a yeshiva there. Okay. And um, he's looking at, he blows my mind. These kids are so smart. Um, he wants to go to Harvard summer school for this summer. And I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> I'm like Are you 15, isn't he a freshman? Well, what they do is they have a summer program. He's a sophomore. Oh, he's a and sophomore. they have a, a summer program for kids who are going to be in, a junior Okay. And they can take anywhere between four and eight credits. Wow. And so I want to be that supportive mom. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. And then I have a 12-year-old. That would be an amazing experience for him. Yeah, he wants to be an engineer. And he think it would look good on his resume as he applies to colleges. Because even though we're observant, we're not like totally black hat like we know yeah. we need to be an orthodontist before we can be a rabbi because mm -hmm. there's we have to support our family you know like mm -hmm. we can't go that route so yeah. but yeah but so um earners and learners thank you that's right I love it I love it well thank you for spending so much time with me today and yeah my pleasure I oh just put a link in the chat to uh, the Terror Cafe. That's okay. Code, so I'm going to post it. it. If you post it, then um, so every time, like I said, every time someone uses my code, they get a discount and I get money in the Terror Cafe store, which I can either use towards beans or what happened is that I posted it on some online coffee forum. Yeah. And um, so many people clicked on my link. I had like 20. Um, yeah. Well, this was at the very beginning. This is like back in December, probably of 2020. So at this point, um, so I asked the Terra Cafe people like, hey, I have all these credits in your store. Is there any chance I could use them just to get a second machine? They're like, yeah, no problem. So oh my I got God. For my office, for Brett, for my sister, for two of my, my, my sister, and then two of my other bridesmaids, Ashley and Sarah. That's how many people um, love the Terra Cafe and have used my code. Okay, so when I post this, absolutely, when I post this episode, I'm going to put it in the comments, your link okay. and your code, and we're going to get you another machine. Okay. <laughs> I hope you have a great day. I really oh, thank it's you. so, so lovely so to speak you. with you. All right. Okay, be well. Out.